Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl Rachel Real coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic situation or you think you're dealing with one or you don't know what the crap is going on. So I am here to give you another daily vitamin of support and hoping that it will help you along your healing journey, guys. I am doing another walk and talk, another walk and talk today as I encourage you to do the same. It's very, very therapeutic just to get out anytime that you can and just kind of like unpack with uh, a breath of fresh air, you know, get a real breath of fresh air, okay, by getting outside and listening to the birds chirp as you can hear them doing in my background i'm out here walking and you might hear cars driving by and or me seeing people speaking to them you might hear anything guys but again i am here to just give you another daily vitamin of support as you continue to heal you got this um i'm not a psychiatrist therapist psychologist counselor anything of the like i'm a thriver who was in a five-year narcissistic relationship had some other experiences when you learn about this thing you'll realize that you probably had other experiences of emotional abuse that took place or has taken place in your life you know getting educated and gaining as much knowledge as you can is what's most important so that you can identify this thing you can identify when anybody is trying to uh devalue you discard you disrespect you you know just get educated that way you'll know how to set boundaries when it's necessary and move on with your life you know in a healthy way where you don't have to become a toxic person and constantly find yourself constantly defending yourself and fighting back and all of that kind of stuff it's just not worth it you'll learn how to disengage you'll learn how to just not even personalize this stuff. Back to Dr. Romney's uh, uh, deep technique, shout out to her. Uh, don't engage, excuse me, don't defend, don't engage, don't explain, don't personalize. Um, yeah, that deep technique. Always think about that and then just try to think before you react, understand manipulation when it's placed in front of you and act accordingly, you know? You might hear the wind blowing. I will try to speak over it because, again, I am outside walking and talking. So there you there you have it. Um, now that that disclaimer is out the way, guys, we're going to talk about today. I saw a question come in from Cora, um, and I believe it stated, why is it so important? Why is it so important for the narcissist to destroy its supply? Why is it so important for the narcissist? to destroy uh, supply, their supply, you know? And I saw some responses, I'll give mine, give my commentary on that. And it's not so important for them to destroy their supply. They can't help it, you know? They cannot help to destroy you because that's what their DNA consists of, to destroy you. And if you know anything about narcissism, hopefully you're doing your research you're continuing to gain knowledge about this personality disorder so that when you experience it, again, you know how to respond and you won't 
try to keep engaging with people who are just unreasonable, people who that's just who they are. They're just a toxic person. They're very uh, negative and manipulative, conniving, untrustworthy, like you name it. So when you understand that, you'll understand that it's not necessary back to taking it personal. It's not so much that they're trying to destroy you personally. If you're the person who's closest to them, if you're the person in their path, if you're the person who's in a relationship with you, you're who's going to get it. They destroy people usually who's closest to them because you know the most about them. So again, if you look at it where you understand that we all have personalities and when a person has a narcissistic personality, you know, if you're thinking that they're going to go to another person and treat them better than you, just because no that's not the case the same way they treated you is how they're going to treat the next person the same way that they treat the way that they're treating you is how they treated the person before you it's just who they are back to not taking it personal it doesn't mean that you give them a pass it means that you do what you need to do to get up out of there out of there and not that you want to shift them over to someone else but please know they're going to do it anyway they're probably doing it while they're with you. Love bombing somebody else just to get them set up to mistreat them. To do the exact same thing to the other person. So that's what it is, you know. It's just one of those things where when the question, um, with that question saying, um, why do they put in so much work to destroy their supply? That would mean as if they're just trying to uh, destroy that individual. No, they're going to destroy anybody they will they're just self-sabotaging people that's what they do you know you can have a situation where you know for a fact everything is going great everything is in place you probably have you've gone out of your way to make sure you're not pressing any buttons you're making sure they have what they need if it's an intimate relationship even if it's a child like you're that person who's just going out of your way to just make sure that person you love is good and they turn around and destroy it automatically why they don't know how to not do so they don't know how to not just to sabotage it they don't know even if you you can do everything there's you can't give them enough they're still going to want more and that's what happens with people they get so drained and then some of them who really don't understand the personality disorder or if they're codependents or um, individuals who might doubt themselves or you're in a trauma bond, you know, you're addicted to the person who's causing you pain and you seem like you can't get away, you know, for those individuals, it's just not going to stop. And if you're having difficulty doing so, I really, really encourage you to get into therapy or get a coach to make sure you know you're putting the right things in place so that you can get away from this situation you know and again I do provide that mediation and that coaching to help you with the process feel free to reach out to me um, directly you can just drop a link or oh, I'm sorry drop a comment in the link section or feel free to just reach out you know um, if you want me to talk about something, feel free to drop that comment as well. 
um, send it directly to, I think you can do it through Spotify or Anchor, but just for A-N-C-H-O-R, feel free to reach out if there is something you want me to talk about, if there is something, you know, any topics you want me to cover, I'll be more than glad to do so. If you feel that you need coaching, I can set you up with my program to just help you through that process. But again, change starts with you. It has to be something that you're very serious about doing and you want to do it. You know, I know it can be hard. um, But again, I can't like pacify you in terms of letting you know that if you are involved with the narcissist on any level, it's just not going to change. The more you do, the worse they're going to treat you. If it's work related, you just really need to set boundaries. You know, you have to keep a diary you have to write things down if someone's manipulating you if it's a child then you have to again act accordingly but you never hopefully you're not acting like a toxic person regardless of how angry or how mad you get because it's not going to help you with your healing two wrongs don't make a right and if you don't like what you're experiencing why would you do it to someone else you know which is why again if you stay with a narc, you can potentially change. Your character will begin to shift if you don't get the necessary help you need to get with understanding your your worth, knowing your worth, knowing your value. It's just not, you know, it's not worth giving yourself up. And if you already find yourself struggling in terms of losing your character because you're so angry about what they're doing to you, understand change starts with you with you. People will only do what you allow them to. And if you keep showing up for them to do it, you have to ask yourself, why wouldn't they? If this is who this person is, this is what their DNA is made of. This is what their characters say that they will do. Why would you think they would do otherwise? You know, that's just not going to happen. And not to excuse them, because I feel, in my opinion, they know exactly what they're doing. We all can have thoughts and regrets on different things that has happened to us in our lives you know do we act on it you know do you go treating somebody bad do you personally treat somebody bad because you felt like you got treated bad people who have there are those individuals who have had a lot of trauma in their life not to say one is better than the other or worse than the other but are they out there doing the same thing you know if somebody got beat up on a lot, if somebody got molested, if somebody was abducted, you know, are they going out there doing the same thing to other people? No, you get the help that you need so that you can heal and move on. We all have, have choices, you know, and there are consequences for our choices. And when we do things without thinking about it, there are consequences. We all must be accountable for our actions. And when you find it hard to do certain things that you know you're supposed to do, then that's when you got to get help. You can't just act out. Very often with a narcissist, they just get pass after pass after pass. You know, people just, our society just feel, sometimes just spools them or enables them, you know? And it's not for you to be that person to enable them just because society does. No, you know more than anybody else what you're going through if you're living through this nonsense. And if you're not living with them, and you have no ties to them, please shut the door, turn a light out, be done with that situation and start your healing. There is a light at the end of the tunnel. You got it. 
trust me, you're stronger. You're so much stronger than you might be giving yourself credit for. You know, you got this. Uh, narcs are, you know, they're very manipulative. So again, just answering that question from Cora, where it said, um, why do narcissists work so hard to destroy their supply? That would, again, that would mean that they are doing it just to that one person. And that's not the case. They don't work hard to destroy the one supply. They work hard to destroy anything good. Anything, you included. Anything. If it's not you, it's the other person. Or maybe two people at the same time. Look at the pattern. That's all you got to do because they're all very similar. Look at the pattern if you don't believe it. And when you do see it, call a thing a thing because they don't hide for long. They will show you their true colors. It's just up for you to believe it or stay in denial. So again, I say to you, back to people will only do what you allow them to and set, draw the line in the sand, say no more, say enough is enough because again, the narcs are out there and they be narking. Narcs be narking, okay? They are not going to stop. Don't think that, you know, if you've seen this pattern of the consistency with being nice to you, meaning love bombing you, devaluing you, discarding you, and doing it all over again. So that's basically saying they're going to be so nice and kind to you. Then they're going to be so nasty and mean and disrespectful towards you for no reason at all. And then they're going to pretty much discard you, get rid of you, not care, give you the silent treatment, ignore you, gaslight you, tell you it's all in your head, shift the blame to you. You're the reason that everything is wrong. They're going to do that for a period. And then they're going to reach out and hoover you if you are a good supply. You want to get to that point where you're a horrible supply. But if you're a good supply, meaning you're, you show weak signs, you answer their calls, you show up, you know, you reach out and all of that nonsense, they're just going to hoover you back in. So be a bad supply so, so that you don't get hoovered. You know, some people struggle, struggle with not being hoovered. That is a good thing. That means that they finally understand that they cannot manipulate you. Do not look at it like, which is another episode, but don't look at it like the other person is winning. Whoever they cheated on you with, whoever they apparently left you for, or whoever they ended up with when you left them, and they went with somebody the same day. They got hooked up with somebody the very next day or hours later. Don't look at it like they're gonna get better treatment than you than you got. No, it's not personal against you. They're gonna do it to anybody until that person says no more. If they survived it, you know? If they are a narcissistic survivor or thriver, you know, other than that, they're, they are getting it. They're getting it. They don't discriminate. The only time they'll look like, it might look like they're discriminating is people who they're pulling the blinders over their eyes or people who they are, uh, they're not around that often. You know, people who don't live with them. They can pull the blinders over their eyes, but the minute 
you're around them a long time, anybody who's around them, they're going to see it. They're going to know it. They'll know it. So they have the ability to turn on and off and all of that kind of stuff with all of those different personalities and faces. So again, guys, that's it. I'm wrapping this up. You got this. And know the narcissist doesn't actually work hard for their supply, to destroy their supply. It's who they are. They don't even have to work hard at it, you know? It's just who they are naturally. They will sabotage a good thing at any cost, if that makes sense. <laughs> you know that this is a very confusing type of personality. It's very, very, it can be debilitating if you allow it to. It's just, it can have your mind all over the place, but you ain't crazy, okay? So peace and blessings to you. If I sound like I'm out of breath, it is because I am walking up a freaking hill. Okay, guys, you got this. Peace and blessings to you. Love you much. Talk to you in the next episode. Bye. Hello, hello, hello. It's your girl, Rachel Real, coming to you with another episode of You Ain't Crazy. You Ain't Crazy is a podcast where I give support and validation to individuals who are who have found themselves in a narcissistic relationship or think that they're in one or who are trying to survive it, things like that. I'm here to give you guys support because I know how traumatizing that whole process is, how traumatizing and lonely it can get very lonely in that, especially if the narcissist has isolated you from your family, from friends things of that nature, you know, gaslighting you, things like that. It's just a very traumatizing experience. So I did my work. I got out of it. There's a light at the end of the tunnel. And I want to continue to let those of you out there who who's come across my podcast, let you know that you ain't crazy. What you're feeling is very real, regardless of who might not believe you or anything like that. That's what this podcast is about. I drop daily vitamins, sometimes not daily. However, I just drop little support, um, supportive types of vitamins just to give you some, whether it's an emotional vitamin, whether it's a motivational vitamin, whether it's um, a happy vitamin, whatever the case is, it's just some support to, again, give you validation that you might be yearning for. So... I'm not a psychiatrist, psychologist, therapist, counselor, anything of the like. I am a thriver who did her work and survived from being in a narcissistic relationship slash marriage for five years. And I, again, it was something very traumatizing for me. And I had to put in a lot of work to really understand what narcissism is, what does it look like, things like that, and did my work. And I'm also, and became a life coach to help people uh, do their work as well and just get through the experience uh, if you're ready to make that move and transition out of that thing. Um, again, I mediate, help people mediate between um, differences in their relationships and things like that. It's a case-by-case -case basis. So I'm a very informal person. If you don't know by now in this, uh, I believe I'm at 70 probably 70, 
77 episodes or something like that, 76, but I'm very informal. My main mission is, is to make sure individuals who have found themselves in a narcissistic uh, relationship or, you know, you may have had an encounter at work, you may have had an encounter with a child, with a parent, whatever the case may be. Um, Again, just to share my experience and the experience of others and some of the things we did to get through it. So there you have it, guys. Enough of that. So um, I always talk about Dr. Romani. Um, If you don't know her, shout out to Dr. Romani. She's very resourceful. She's a psychologist. You can follow her on her YouTube channel. Subscribe. She drops a lot of nuggets with just helping people to understand exactly what this personality is and what it looks like, what this personality disorder looks like. She has a ton of information out there and she responds to a lot of the different questions that comes in and elaborate on them. And there's also um, some other therapists out there who can probably shed some light on some questions you might have as well. So definitely check out her channel if you haven't already done so. Um, today I want to talk about, she, she spoke about something and even though I had some other questions to come in, but hers really resonated with me, her topic. Um, and that is how does narcissists have friends or do they have friends? Don't quote me, but it was on the lines of that. And just to piggyback on that and give my commentary on it, I came across her channel today and saw that topic. And I was like, that is so interesting because I know when I was going through, I was like, how the hell does anyone like you? Like, are you serious? (laughs) How are you liked by anyone? Like, you're just a very, very evil person, like to just have it out for people, no matter what they do for you, no matter how kind they are to you, how much empathy they show you, like would give you the shirt off their back. And you can be so vicious and so mean, like, how do you sleep at night? I used to ask all of these questions. And then after a while, I stopped asking him and was just asking myself like, oh my gosh. So it was funny that she talked about that today. And, um, I was like, let me, let me piggyback on that as well. Let me get a piece of that and talk about it today on my um, podcast. It's kind of late with this episode. I usually do my walk and talks, but today it was raining and things like that. So I still wanted to give somebody some support, somebody who might be just not feel, not having a good day today. And you might be wondering, you know, that the narcissist is just so nice and kind to other people. So they think you know, and I felt like, okay, before I get ready for bed, let me at least um, just talk about that for a moment and give somebody some support. And I say to you, you know, don't, don't, don't worry yourself about who, who they're friends with and things like that. If you can understand, this is a person with a personality disorder. And if you've really confirmed that they are a narc, meaning they have that personality disorder, of course, you can't diagnose them. But if they're checking the boxes of a person who has a narcissistic uh, personality, you got to call a thing a thing. And I know for me, the, the treatment that I got, I did not see him give that to just casual individuals. 
I did see people who were closest to him. They would get a piece of it. They would get a piece of him. And they knew that like his family, some of his family members, they knew, they knew, I believe they, cause they would pay his bills and all of that, like months, um, his rent months at a time, like multiple months of rent, they would pay for him. And I concluded, this is my opinion. I concluded that I felt like they did that just to keep him away from them, just to keep him from coming back to the family's house. Um, they would do anything to keep him away because I also would see how there were times when he would talk about his family or wouldn't go around them. And I'm like, how, how do you cut your family off like that? Especially it's a difference if they're cutting you off and you cut them off or they've done something, but to just get mad with something mad about something that they did. And you can literally not talk to your daughter or not talk to your brother or not talk to your mom. It was just, or not talk to your dad. It was just really, really strange. Um, so again, they, they can be friends with people who are not close to them, people who they, they don't have to go in depth with, you know, because narcissists have no substance. And that was my experience where I used to get mad at first because I was like, oh, oh my gosh. When I tell you originally, when I first learned before I knew about narcissism and not taking it personal and things like that. I was livid. I was so angry. Like, I think I called that man every name in the book. Like, how dare you treat me as bad as you do? And you can give somebody else a pass. Sometimes there were people who he really should have checked and did not and gave them a pass. And that was just to spite me. That was just to get back at me. So they know what they're doing. And you'll see that too. You know, they can be so nice to other people. They can shine at work. They can shine at church. Some of them might be pastors of a church. Some of them are probably in politics. They're in leadership roles and things like that. So unless a person gets close to them or rub them the wrong way, they're going to be right up their tail and, oh yeah, hey, remember, you know, I'm the this and, you know, getting all of that uh, all of those, the, the praise, because they seek admiration. So they're going to go out of their way a lot of the times at work and in other environments where they feel they can shine and come home and take you through pure hell. Or when you get in the car, as soon as you leave the event, take you through pure hell. So don't take it personal. It's one of those things where that's who they are. And once again, I still believe, you know, I don't know how anybody stays in a relationship with individuals like that. If you have a trauma bond, please get yourself some help. If it's, um, if you feel like you're scared, please get some help because you got to choose your pain. And yes, it is like a death, but keep in mind, you're, you're putting to rest, um, a fake person. You're putting to rest someone who never existed, a character that never existed, if that makes any sense. The person you fell in love with, the person you got close to does not exist. That person with the narcissistic personality, they basically showed up as a representative. They showed up to mirror you. They showed up to be whoever they thought you wanted them to be. They don't have any kind of personality. I mean, they don't have any kind of image of their own. They will be whoever Whatever fits the mold, whatever fits the situation, whatever gives them their way, that's the character that they will be. There will be multiple characters with you, you know? So back to 
do they have friends? They're not real friends because they're, the, the friends might think that the narcissist is a real friend until something comes up that's conflicting, uh, that conflicts with whatever the narcissist fake beliefs are or rub them the wrong way or something like that. They are going to get it. They're going to get it. But because they probably don't have that type of interaction with them, they're fine. I did see mine. Like I said, I've seen him go below the belt with someone where the punishment didn't fit the crime. It was a random mutual friend that we both knew that I felt he disrespected her. I mean, to the core. So again, it depends on what's in my... And I saw him do something else with a co-worker. It's like they'll trust and believe the the mask will slip anybody who you think is their friend trust me they stick around them long enough they will always reveal themselves and they're going to be like oh I didn't know he or she was like that I didn't know this I didn't know that but sometimes that mess takes a lot of time because think about it if they're not around them a lot how are they going to see it and are you willing to lose yourself to someone who never existed your shadow give up your life for that, it's not worth it. It just isn't. And yes, I drop by to stop by to drop these episodes so that I can give you guys support because I know what it's like when you have no one to talk to. Your explanation's out. You don't know another explanation to give. You don't know what to say because you probably don't had so many damn conversations about people. I mean, two people your friends and things like that, you probably done burnt their ears ears off and you know it. And how do you, you probably burnt their ears off before taken up for the narcissist. Then you got to go back and let them know how crazy that person is. Then they're going to think you're crazy. Then you can't tell the narcissist that they're a narc. You know, it's just crazy. So again, I, I'm doing my part with uh, giving support as often as I can to let you know you ain't crazy. I have a book that's going to be coming out soon. I'll keep you guys posted on that. But, you know, putting in the work just means keep educating yourselves. Um, keep uh, listening to different content. Read. Um, if you don't like reading, listen. You know, stop putting these things into practices. Some of the things that you hear um, us say do when you're dealing with them, you know, you might want to start practicing it because if you try to fuss and give them the same kind of energy, you might start picking up their traits. I've said this before in other episodes. You could potentially pick potentially pick up some of those toxic traits that they have. And if you have children that you're still raising, you definitely don't want to have that kind of energy. So it's one of those things where you really got to come to grips with what you've encountered, you know, the experience that you've encountered and really start putting some things in place to get out of that situation. Because if you're seeing certain signs and the traits of the love bombing, the devaluing, the discard, and then bring you back in to hoover you back in to do it all over again, you know, making you cry and then want to patch you up cheating on you and then want to tell you, see, if it wasn't for you, if you would have done this and if you would have did this this way or did that that way or had sex more or hugged me more or fixed dinner or cleaned the house, anything, any, they will find, you could do every single thing. They're going to find something 
even if that means making it up in their head, they will find something to hold over your head to shift the blame your way. You can, and those are signs. When you see something ain't right because somebody never takes accountability, never, you don't have to worry about, oh, they got all of these, these friends, so maybe I'm the problem. No, you're not. Don't even look at it that way. Don't look at it because I know mine throughout there several times. I ain't got no problem with nobody else. Nobody else has a problem with me. You're the one who has the problem. I get along with everybody. People love me. Bullcrap, okay? That was all to try to make me think that I'm crazy, make me think that I'm the problem. That's all manipulation. That's what they're going to say because they want to shift the blame your way. So don't try to assess your status based on all of the people who he claims like him. You better believe he's going above and beyond out of his way. He or she is going above and beyond out of their way to pull the blinders over those individuals' eyes. And a lot of the times if they if if they've they're giving money and donations and all of this kind of stuff, you know, you got the covert narc, you got the communal narc, you got, you know, you have the malignant narc, the communal narc who wants to get, you know, you're doing all of this community service and you're nice and you're doing all this stuff at work. Everybody's singing your praises and, you know, you give back and all. It's all a front. Don't let that make you think that this person still is not a narcissist. And again, you don't tell them that. Look at the signs. Are they gaslighting you? Are they constantly switching your narrative? You say one thing, they said that you said another thing. And they will tell 20 people that 20 people plus some made up crap that you never said. They'll make it up. They'll make shit up saying, oh, well, you said this. And you be sitting there. No, I didn't. I didn't say that. I didn't do that. I didn't mean that. They will twist any narrative that you put out there around to make it their own. And when you see someone constantly doing that, someone constantly, you know, not talking to you for stupid reasons, ignoring is a, is abuse. That's a form of emotional, uh, emotional abuse. When someone ignores you, trust and believe that that's toxic. It's very hurtful and it's unacceptable when somebody is doing that and you, you're experiencing that. I know it hurts. Don't tolerate that shit. Don't tolerate it. Somebody want to do that and you don't want to be, I mean, of course, I know for me, I'm like, okay, two can play at that game. I don't have to talk to you either. How about that? But I knew that I couldn't live my life that way. That's why I got out of there because I knew these experiences are not going to stop unless I change what I'm doing, unless I change my situation. They're not going to stop. He didn't stop. So I'm like, how many years do I have to continue dealing with this? This is a wrap. Let me come to grips and come to reality with what I'm dealing with or choose to stay in it because he could care less. He didn't give a damn. They don't even know how to love. You know, they they don't love you like you love them. They're not even capable of doing so. When they got with you, they looked at you probably for a few seconds and idolized you. You know, oh my gosh, I found the perfect one for me. You are everything I've been looking for. They're pumping you up, having you to believe this shit, having you to believe it. And you will for the moment because they're adding all of the other things to it to make it believable. However, 
That mask will slip. And when that mask slips, you got to believe it. Especially when you begin to see the patterns of everything that I said. So I'm going to wrap this thing up, guys. Just wanted to drop by today and just give you a boost of energy to let you know you ain't crazy. And again, shout out to Dr. Romney for covering that question today. Um, Dealing with a narcissist and friendship. Does narcissists have friends or how can they have friends? If I would say, probably say, how can a narcissist have a friend? Or, you know, my topic will probably be, does a narcissist have friends? And we, it, 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 that's a tricky question, but I would say as far as they, they can keep in mind, they are people who portray to be somebody that they're not. So they have friends, but the friend is going to deal with the same thing that you're dealing with. And that's a facade. They don't really, that narcissist is showing up to be whatever makes it work for that other person. That's what they're doing. So just as you once thought you were a friend, that's how the other people, they think that they're, they're friends too. They're just not around them enough to see that mass slip. And they're not going to get the abuse like you're going to get because the, the narcissist tends to abuse people who are closest to them. So there you have it, guys. Hopefully this helps. Hopefully you found value in today's episode. Peace and blessings to you. I'm glad I was able to stop through today and give you just a boost a little vitamin of support. So there you have it. Love you guys. Peace and blessings to you. Your girl Rachel Rill is out. Bye.